0: This podcast is provided for general information only and assumes a certain level of knowledge of financial markets. It is not an invitation to make an investment and should not be construed as advice. The views in this podcast are those of the contributors at the time of publication and do not necessarily reflect those of Investec Asset Management. Value of investments can fall as well as rise and losses may be made. 2018 has thus far been characterised by two fairly meaningful shots across the bow of the ageing equity bull market in the United States of America. In February, it was led by tech stocks, to the downside of course, and also interest rate rises and the threat of future interest rate rises. The very recent sell-off has been because of all sorts of reasons, maybe self-inflicted emerging market woes, maybe Trump-inflicted trade war concerns, maybe Italy-led European Union worries. Also the Fed rate hikes, of course, as the US economy booms, just like back in February and also just like back in February, the tech stocks coming off very significantly. I'll throw in there the Saudi situation, which to me threatens the market for the short medium and the long term. But anyway, if we go back to a chat that I had with Michael Power, strategist at Investec Asset Management a few months ago, he came up with a piece that we focused on all those months ago when he said Trump does not understand or like global global supply chains the article went on to say if he breaks them especially as they refer to big tech like apple and amazon plus the chip companies he risks crashing the dow and s&p as the fangs have driven performance and much of their profits are founded on supply chains rooted in china michael parrot is on the telephone now with me i told you so michael you must be saying to yourself
1: I am, though I don't revel in being right. I wish it wasn't so. I think obviously there are other contributing factors, but at the heart of what I think is playing out at the moment is that the profit-generating mechanism that U.S. Inc., and particularly U.S. Tech, has put in place is in danger of being ripped apart by Donald Trump when he says to the likes of Apple, bring your production back to the United States. At the moment, I haven't seen it for the latest iPhone, but for the iPhone X, they buy the unit for $370 from Foxconn and in the United States they sell it for 999 and the uplift is pretty much all profit. In Europe the average price is 1250 and the uplift is pretty much all profit because Apple has put in place through the good graces of Ireland a mechanism whereby they basically don't pay tax in Europe. So the entire uplift is is ultimately reflected as profit in Apple's books. And if Donald Trump chooses to upset this supply chain, which is exactly what he's talking about doing at the moment, the entire foundation upon which not just U.S. Inc., but the stock market, especially the recent bull run, has been founded, is in danger of uh, coming to an end.
0: Yes, coming to an end is a fairly dramatic statement, but we did see a 4.1% fall on that day this week that saw the second shot across the bow of the US equity market that I spoke about in my introduction. That seems like small potatoes compared to what might happen given the disruption or the dismantlement of the global supply chain that has built the foundation of this fang stock phenomenon.
1: Absolutely right. And I think obviously the likes of Apple must be shaking in their boots facing the prospect that the wonderful little game that they've been playing, because added to the fact that this is a wonderful way of generating profit, they've been storing the money offshore in large part, that which they've been able to generate offshore, mostly in Europe, with that cash uh, that strengthens their balance sheet. They've then been borrowing unbelievably heavily at home and using the proceeds of that borrowing at unbelievably low rates to buy back shares. And this wonderful merry-go-round, if you will, hasn't just allowed them to generate profit, but by using the balance sheet strength that results, they've been able to increase their EPS, what the Japanese would be calling Zytec, and drive up their stock price. Because net, net, the only buyers of stock in the United States for the last six years or so, have been the corporates. Institutions and individuals have been net sellers.
0: The other factors that I also alluded to in my introduction are significant, but it all comes together as a rather unpleasant concatenation of circumstances coming at the wrong time, particularly the wrong time when it comes to the month of October, which has this sort of mystical quality about it when it comes to uh, bear market sentiments.
1: Absolutely right. And then, of course, there are all sorts of other cross currents that are coming into play, not least of which is the impending elections in the United States. So Donald Trump has to be particularly hot in his commentary, anti-China rhetoric and the like, which just adds to uh, flames to the fire. I think it's it's fascinating that he has now decided to say that um, basically the Fed has stolen his stock market. (laughs) Um, I think that's a, a lovely little twist insofar as it was, of course, him who put the new Fed governor in place.
0: Precisely. Mr Powell was his appointment. And uh, I used to, in a galaxy far, far away, Michael Powell, I used to have to speak to private clients in my capacity as a financial services salesperson, I suppose. People would call me a broker, but I was just a sales person. And when the market went up, the person that I'd phone would say, goodness me, thank goodness I chose that stock, Mr Williams. Uh, I'm really glad that my account's looking so good. But when things went badly, of course, it was my fault and everybody else's fault. Mr. Trump is the ultimate bad private client. When it comes to Saudi Arabia, I looked at this over the last few days and I thought to myself, this is actually quite serious and it's either going to be damped down quite dramatically and we'll forget all about it or it's going to grow into something if the media has nothing else to talk about luckily it's got hurricanes and and bear stock market potential to talk about but this one looks quite dangerous to me would you agree that it could be the cherry on the top of a bear market cake
1: I, i don't think it would necessarily be the cherry but i do think the saudis have something to answer for I think that were it to have some impact on the oil price, and say, for instance, the oil price spiked to 100, then indeed that couldn't be the ultimate sort of nail in the coffin of this bull market. But that Saudi story is obviously further bad news, if you will, that's feeding into the uh, grist into the mill at the moment. And it's actually quite difficult looking around at the moment to find good news.
0: Back in February, I was hosting the Investec Asset Management Taking Stock Roadshow, and this first jolt, as you put it, was playing out before our very eyes as we sat down and presented to an adoring public all those months back. This time, do you think it might develop into something more unusual, or again, will it just be a blip on a long-term chart to the upside?
1: Well, my sense is either Donald Trump or if he loses control of the House of Representatives, Uh, the U.S. political system, will basically stop this madness within a month and reverse a lot of the rhetoric, uh, the anti-Chinese rhetoric, the associated unravelling of supply chains that it entails if Donald Trump loses uh, the House of Reps, which looks like he will. I think that we could see a different tone developing in the second half of November. My concern uh, is, A, the damage that can be done before then, and I think the Chinese are, are not amused. And indeed, there are lots of other people, the Europeans are not amused by what's going on at the moment. The Canadians have not been amused. Even the Mexicans, although they've covered it fairly well, are not amused. So I think there's a sense that, you know, this is uh, not just a one-off. This is is part of the unpredictability of the office of the president in the United States at the moment. And while I think that there may be some attempt to put balm on markets after the midterms, I'm not sure it's going to work.
0: Michael Power, thanks so much for your analysis. Michael Power is a strategist at Investec Asset Management in Cape Town.
1: In South Africa, Investec Asset Management is an authorized financial services provider.